all these things I want to do. This is why someday, like, I do want, like, I've, I always want a team around me because if I have all these ideas, I'd love for the team to be helping me, like, fulfill certain types of orders. And then, like, I could just, like, go off into crazy projects that I want to pursue while still, like, having, like, Bear Mountain Studios, like, functioning. I don't know. There's just so much shit I want to do with glass. But that's, like, sometimes you have to balance, like, how much, like, of that, like, creativity and art thing you want to pursue. And, like, by that I mean, like, I don't like calling myself an artist, but there's, like, this thing people have in them that, like, makes them move on to another project before before one's finished because they're just so, like, their mind is just going so crazy. Like, I want to make this. No, I want to make this. Like, I'm sure some of you watching have had that uh, feeling before when you're, like, have all these ideas and you can never, like, finish one, but you've started, like, ten different really cool things, but you just can't finish stuff. Like, finding a way to balance that side while still, like, being consistent in your work so the people who are supporting you can see a consistent pattern of, like, work and a concept that they can get behind. Like, that shit's hard. But everything's hard, right, dude? That's that's why I just tell myself now. I'm like, dude, literally everything is, everything is challenging, dude. Alright, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 127 of the podcast. Haven't seen you folks in a few weeks because life happens. Things have been happening over here. We're always working hard and trying to uh, solve our our issues here at the new studio with things. But I'm not going to talk about it because I've been talking about it for a year. But we're working through things. Um, on today's episode, we're going to smoke hash and we're going to talk about you know how to figure things out as an adult. How to get over things that freak you out or stress you out. How to work through problems and like how you should handle yourself and what you should do. And the answer is hash, lots of it. Just a whole, the whole heap of it. Oh. <coughs> That's it. <coughs> That's it. That was a little warm. It all happened at once. <coughs> the dab right <coughs> ain't right sometimes. <coughs> but like all technology, it gets old and it gets inaccurate. My dab rate's probably three or four years old, so I'm not hating on dab rate. I'm just saying mine gives them to you spicy. <coughs> oh my God, what a way to begin. What a way to begin. Wow, thank you so much everybody that supported last Sunday sale. That was huge. Um, when you guys support us, we're able to like get more equipment, pursue more projects and help like just make everything better here at the studio. So we're super grateful for all the support on the last Sunday sale. Um, we will have another one coming up in July. I just don't know the exact date yet. And then we have the Patreon sesh coming up, which I can't wait to hang out with everybody. The limited edition mood mats came in a couple days ago and all the special things for the event. <coughs> we can't wait to get together everyone and celebrate and just have some fun and show off some glass and uh, just meet a bunch of people. I have a feeling I'm going to have a lot of awesome conversations that night, so I'm super stoked. So everyone that was able to get in on that, thank you for supporting that event. And uh, yeah, man, just had my parents in town. That's always intense. Love my family dearly. 
But um, when you have a bunch of crazy hardworking people in one house, we're all trying to get a million things done, running over each other. So it feels, I feel a little bit of relief. I miss my parents already, but a little bit of relief that the house will hopefully be a little bit slower pace when I go home tonight. Um, but yeah, guys, we have a really like busy couple weeks coming up. We're working on a bunch of different like the clear pre-sale stuff. And I'm also starting to like train Cormac um, specifically on like helping. I was talking about this last night, I'm helping me with parts and we're getting better and better with that so that I can hopefully uh, accommodate um, more glass, but also like have more time to pursue new projects with glass because I have new designs I want to put out, but I have to fulfill, you know, the orders for all the other designs I have already available. I got to make sure I keep up with them so people continue to know that they're available and there's something I'm actually making. Because if you only make two or three or something, it's hard for people to even notice it ever existed because they don't catch it. But yeah, man, it's just been like the last few weeks since we haven't talked. You guys, we haven't hung out. We haven't been on the podcast in a bit. Um, have been a roller coaster. Like pretty much my entire full, like the last like 18 months have been. But I'm getting so much better at fucking like handling the stress. Like... I think what it is, is once like so much stuff has happened, it's hard to invest any more of your energy into being super freaked out or upset all the time. You kind of get like worn down and like, I'm sure that could go in a bad direction, but I feel like I'm going in more of a positive direction with it where I'm just like, I'm not going to invest any more time into like freaking out. I'm just going to try and live in the moment, take care of what's right in front of me and try and do the best job I can because there's a lot of moving parts in this world and everyone's world. I mean, but for me, there's definitely like, it's a lot for me to like manage. I'm learning how to, but I'm like, you know, like I'm a fucking high school dropout with severe ADHD and fucking dyslexia and epilepsy and like all sorts of weird things that make it hard for me to learn and like do a good job with things. So like I have to really invest a lot of energy. And for me, like I feel like lately there's been a lot of days where I feel like super overwhelmed, but I'm able to get out of that quicker by just realizing that like, I have to really live just in the moment. I can't like live in my head thinking about all the things that are happening or what's wrong or what's, you know, what bad thing is coming or whatever. Cause fuck it, dude. You know, that's, that's how you almost have to live, but it's hard when you're a parent to like be in that headspace because you kind of got to think about the future. You got to think about like, you know, like where things are going. You don't want to just like not have direction, you know, especially when you have like little people with you. So, but at the same time, like anything, it's like a balance, and I'm trying to find it right now as a as a young adult that's trying to run a business in this crazy, crazy world. But also, too, the business I feel like is just a side effect of that. I want to do what I love to do all day. Like I want to be able to just blow glass all day and listen to audiobooks or podcasts and just try to be as calm as I can for as much as I can because everyday life can be super stressful. So like glass is like kind of my escape, and like I want to make sure I can do that. I'm functioning way better now than. I did when I was younger, when I was just a fucking dishwasher or a laborer working construction and no hate on either of those professions. But like, that was like, not like my passion. Like I love doing this. So like, I'll, I'll put all my time into this. I'll invest tens of thousands of hours, hours in this. But what I was doing before I was like, kind of like hating what I was doing and like not having like any sort of like escape or way to calm down. And like what I've found with glass is I've been spoiled with glass blowing because as frustrating as glass blowing is, it's still such a peaceful space for me. Like when I'm actually working, I get my headphones in, I'm able to go into like almost like a separate dimension where I'm not being affected by this current world we live in, all the things we have no control over. And like, I look at it as almost like a form of meditation. 
And that's like, I feel like super important for people to have a break from the chaos that you're experiencing every day. Like you have to find ways of escaping it. And it, it doesn't always require like using a substance or doing anything like that. Sometimes it's just like trying to find a way in your own mind to quiet things and calm down for a minute. Easier said than done. <clears throat> I'm forcing myself to do it lately, but I found that like with glass blowing, it just naturally happens. I fall into this like flow state where I'm not thinking about all the shit I don't have control over. So yeah, hopefully I can just keep doing this as long as possible. I know everything is temporary and I have outside forces right now eating at my, uh, my livelihood and my ability to do this in the space I'm in. But I'm, I, I'm just, I have too much pride. I'm not a quitter. So I just keep going harder. Even though sometimes it seems impossible what we may have to overcome, I just keep running at it as fast as I can. It's such a weird way to be. Because we're, we are, we know that we're not immortal. So like, why would you just try to like do that? But I think it's just like when you've just had enough and you just, instead of like, you know, when you're a kid and you go down into your basement and then you run up the stairs really quick to get out of the basement, you know, that feeling that like, you're like, for some reason you're, you're like kind of scared of the dark. You just want to run up the stairs. Dude, like where I'm at in my life now is like, I'm fucking walking into the basement and be like monsters. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'll walk around this whole fucking, I'll walk upstairs with my eyes closed slowly. Like I, like that's. That's where I'm trying to be, but I definitely have my days where I feel fucking terrified. But that's, that's, you know, that's the fucking, uh, that's the, that's the whole thing, you know, it's the balance of it. But today I'm trying to feel good because the last few days I have not, you know, and it's podcast day. I want to be positive on here, but not inauthentic. I want to actually try to be on a positive headspace, even though, dude, even this morning, guys, fucking A, oh my God, I come into work with this positive attitude and this new super expensive machine i just bought i turn it on for the first time and it has issues and i paid a lot for it probably more than it was worth definitely in the state it's in right now i feel like but whoa damn you know and then i just go you know what such is life move on to the next thing you'll fix it later i'm not even going to call and argue with the people i bought it from or be rude to them or disrespectful i'm just going to take it on the chin and figure it out Whatever is wrong with it, I can fix it. And that's how I need to live my life. Because if you sit there all the time and tell yourself what you can't do, then you probably will never fucking stand up and do something. So I'm just going to keep pretending I know what the fuck I'm doing and playing my little game where I think I'm going to do a good job. And just, yeah, I'm crushing it. Even as the things go sideways, I just keep that delusional positive attitude. We'll be okay. I found that when I'm this stressed, I listen to a lot of Bob Marley. Don't know why. Or any reggae, really. I mean, Jimmy Cliff, like... Anything in that era from, like, the late 60s through the 70s, like, if I listen to that, like, by myself, it's so hard for me to get mad. Like, I can't, it's like, if I listen to anything else, if I listen to, like, any other genre of music, I find a way to get, like, angry or start thinking about people that are pissing me off or things that are going on. But when I listen to reggae, dude, I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm just like, I can't even be mad. Listen to this music. It's fucking beautiful. It's sick. Not to be too cliche, but it's what it is. I'm just, I'm just telling you guys, it's, it's what it is. Um, I'm sure there's a little bit of like weed mixed in there at some points, but no, it's just certain like music, like is just for me is like super calming. And that's one of them for some reason. Not sure why. Maybe my parents were hippies and listened to a lot of Bob Marley back in the day when I was little. I have no idea. Either way, shit's chill. But yeah, I don't know. So like I said in the beginning, hash, a lot of that, a lot of that lately. I was smoking a ton of flour. I've been doing a lot of dabs lately because I'm trying to get conditioned for the event. Um, 
I don't want to get sick or scared, so I have to make sure that I condition for this uh, sesh with everybody so that I'm not, like, hiding in a corner after, like, three or four dabs and unable to talk to people that want to hang out. You know, I really, I'm really putting a lot of time and energy into this. Because, yeah, I post a lot of dab videos, but, like, maybe, like, one every couple weeks. And, like, I, I film every dab, but I, like, only have a handful. Like, I, I've been dabbing way less over the last, like, year or so just because life's been intense and the hash wasn't um helping the flower was much more like functional for me with everything i was like dealing with or whatever but now i'm like i got all the homies coming over bro so i gotta like i gotta get ready i gotta train i'm in currently training right now um but yeah i'm feeling good about it i've gotten past the anxiety threshold of dabbing which is pretty cool it sucks when you get locked in that zone for like some people a lot of people get in this zone with weed and then they quit but if you're not a quitter, you just fucking fight through the anxiety zone and then you break through again. Because like for me, I have pockets of my life where smoking gives me anxiety. Then I have these huge stretches where it's the fucking best. It just works perfectly. And I think it's like, there was an episode, it might have been last episode, whatever one I did where I was like fumbling with the dry caps, trying to take a dry cap stack dab. At that moment, I broke through the anxiety barrier with the hash, and I was like, oh, man, I can smoke hash again. Like, I even walked out there and took more dabs with the guys. I was like, guys, I can smoke hash, I can smoke hash again. Like, I broke through. Um, but, but believe me, most of my friends that don't smoke weed anymore, it's because they had when they hit about 30, 31, they started hitting these anxiety pockets when they smoked, and then they were like, dude, I can't do this anymore. I'm just like, I get way too stressed out and overthink shit when I'm stoned now. I can't enjoy it like I used to. And I'm like, bro, but have you ever done too much and then do too much again? You break through and then you're fine. And then you're like, oh, I don't care anymore. I'm good. Um, different strokes for different folks. It works, it works, it's worked for me numerous times. I've had multiple of those like pockets where I'm like, wow, I get severe anxiety from taking dabs. I can smoke like joints all day. Like that doesn't do it to me. Joints are like the chillest way to smoke weed. Like if you're just trying to like, even, I don't even know like just relax because joints I don't get like super awake and like jumping around I'm more just like chilling but if I take dabs sometimes dabs are like coffee dude you take a dab at like 11 o'clock at night sometimes you're like awake like depending on what it is like if it's a sativa or indica I have no idea if that's actually they actually work like I used to thought at least how it was advertised and I thought they worked years ago I think things much more now are based more on terpenes and less on the genetics of the actual origin or how it grows and structure wise, but who knows? I'd love to have those conversations with some people that are currently at the uh, front of the pack when it comes to like, you know, hash cannabis stuff. Cause I used to be about it. I was a seed collector. I did all sorts of like growing and like, I was way too into like, I was so into growing where I'd like just research weird, like techniques and stuff like, and just read old, like books or parts of books that I could like transfer into growing to see if it made the plants better. <clears throat> I was super into it. And I was way more up to date on who's cool and what was the current like cultural standard of like, you know, quality and all that stuff. Nowadays I've been like past four years, I've been like way more, I've been a dad. So I'm like, I'm like all my focus. If I'm not like working, I'm just like with my kiddo doing stuff. And like, I, like that's it. Like it's, it's all I do. So it's hard for me to keep up with like who's the top or whatever's the best. I just, you know, I go to my local dispensary. I pick out whatever like looks good to me. I keep it pretty simple. 
dude, I used to be like, I used to chase down the like drops and stuff. Like when like a specific thing was dropping or someone had this crazy cut and they were finally running it. And man, you know, growing up's wild. You go through phases. Um, but I've smoked weed through all these different phases, but man, it's crazy. I'm, I'm 33. So I've only been smoking weed for about 14 years or so, 15 years. It's wild. It's been a wild 15 years, man. I'll tell you what memory, a little bit spotty, a little bit spotty. I have a lot of good memories, but none of them are a lot. Not a lot of them are clear. Um, cause I think I was pretty much smoking every day since since I moved home from New York City, because when I was in New York City, I couldn't afford to smoke weed every day. It was like, we'd have some weed and we'd like ration it out and shit. And then we would drink like 40s in between that just to like, you know, if you don't have weed, you can just drink like a 40 and it's, you know, something. It's cheaper. It's a lot of liquid, makes you feel full. So if you're hungry, because food's expensive in New York City, it's cool. But yeah, it's crazy how much things have changed. Well, I'm going to take another dab. Today I'm smoking on Rapture and um, Roy G. Biv, both from Green Dot. Um, the dispenser I go to always seems has a good selection of Green Dot, so it's nice. Tell you what, that hot Rapture dab in the beginning of this fucking episode, though, kind of like ruined me. It was a lot. I really hope I'm going to survive this event with everybody. Man, I don't know if I'm... Now I'm kind of, now I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, dude, are you ready? You only just took one dab. It was your first dab of the day. You're ruined. Maybe I'm going to have to be really well fed and hydrated. Luckily the event's later in the day, so I can like train earlier in the morning and like stretch and stuff and you know, whatever I got to do, I'm going to be ready. I can't say yes to every dab because if I say yes to every dab, then I'm going to not, I'm not going to be functional. It's going to be bad. I'm going to have to like sit down and just be like, all right, guys, I'm just going to sit here in this room by myself because I'm way too stoned to talk to anybody. Because, like, weed will do that to you, too. Not to everybody. I know some some kids that can fucking smoke some weed, and I'm like, whoa, dude, like, how are you so, like, not stoned? Super high tolerance. I did know this guy, one guy growing up, though, that couldn't get drunk, and he also couldn't feel pain because he got in a car crash when he was younger, and he, like, damaged a nerve in his neck. And he was a cook in a kitchen with me. He could put his hands on hot pans and just be burning his skin, feel nothing. Dude, he could, like, drink alcohol. He can't get drunk. He could drink, like, gallons of it. He's just, like, so maybe there is people out there that could smoke a ton of weed and it just doesn't affect them the same way as fucking normal people is what I'm trying to say. Maybe someone got in a car crash and, like, broke some nerve in their lungs and they're like, oh, dude, now I just don't get high. Like, I can just smoke all the weed. I don't know, man. I'm sure, I'm sure it works in some way. Sure, there's a way. Oh my god, I'm kind of scared to take this next dab. This Roy G. Biv is nice though. It's um still super strong, but it's not like, dude. Some of the strains like Thunderdome, that shit from Green Dot, man, like that's super strong. This Rapture is like headbanger, um, so it's like a sour diesel with like grape terps. It's a headbanger. HSB it was Han Solo Burger, I think that's what it is. Headbanger times Han Solo Burger makes the Rapture which is a sour diesel, complex grapes, terpene. Damn, I read it back, got it. Holy shit, guys, you didn't miss me, did you? But I'm here. <laughs> no, I had a lot of, it was actually surprising. This, not the first week we missed an episode, but the second week we missed an episode, I had a lot of people reach out being like, what's up, is, it, is the podcast good? I'm like, oh, we just, we just like had shit going sideways in my life and like everyone has like their own personal lives, so things happen. And uh, we just missed some episodes, but 
I'm glad that we're back to it. I'm really excited though when I can get to a point. I gotta stop making excuses, but really life's been so crazy that it's hard for me to do everything I wanna do. But there's like, I wanna get back to having my homies on here and stuff. Like I just, I have this like weird um, thing lately where it's hard for me to ask people to do anything. I don't know what's going on with me, but I'm having a hard time like reaching out to people and be like, hey, like, want to do this project or do this or get into that. I used to be able to do it. I don't know why I can't anymore. I might be a little bit worn out, so it's like hard for me to mentally like commit to anything. So I just don't reach out to people. That might be what's going on. Um, but either way, like, I got to figure out my shit so I can start reaching out to people like normally again. You know, I'm not sure. You know, growing up's weird. I think if you got a lot on your mind, it's hard to like live in reality. And that's why I've said lately, I'm trying to live more in reality and less in my mind. Cause you know, that's one thing. Weed will make you, your mind go. You can really think on this stuff. I mean, if you're in a creative state, weed is great because you can take that creative state and expand on that creativity and like go deeper and think about the idea. And it's, it's intoxicating. It's the best feeling ever when you're getting creative and like you're like on a thought and you can't stop thinking about things and, the weed just complements that but if you're like working through some like maybe complex things that are like um pretty serious or stressful like sometimes weed can exacerbate the negative things which would bring the anxiety and stuff but if you try to live in delusion and just say hey dude i'm just gonna live in the moment live today fuck you know i'm not gonna worry about anything then you can you can get you can pass by for a while before you got to reanalyze yourself again <laughs> you can skip by for a little bit Okay, this Roy G. Biv, the terpene on it is gassy rainbows, whatever that means. I heard Roy G. Biv for the first time ever the other day on a television show when people were singing a song with the word Roy G. Biv in it. And I've never heard it before, but I'm like, oh, maybe this is like a cultural thing. I'm sure someone that watches this is like familiar with whatever Roy G. Biv is or what it's referring to. I don't really know. But now I know how to say it because of the show. Or whatever I saw. Maybe I was stoned. I don't know what I saw, honestly. You ever just not know if it was a, a dream or a commercial you saw or some shit? Like, was it real? Like, I don't know, dude. <coughs> I saw it in my mind's eye. <coughs> oh, my God. Gassy rainbows, I guess. It's, like, very floral. Like, fruity with, like, a heavy, like, gasoline, like, petroleum profile to it. Whoa. That's different. I haven't smoked much of that. I just got that the other day. Took that a little warm, too. I don't believe you, Dev, right? That said that was 424. Good color, that. There's no way that was 424. What are they talking about? Yeah, bro. Man, I'm so proud of my guys, though. They've really been, like, learning so much, and I really hope that, like, I can keep providing the space that we built here so that these guys can keep learning because, like, it's changed so much since we got out of my house. Like, um... I only see the positives from it now, even though there's like little echoes and shockwaves we're still dealing with from that original problem, but it's for the best that we moved everything to a new space. Um, man, cause everyone just seems to be doing better. It's just set up better, everything about it. So even though like sometimes weird situations happen, I'm grateful for, for it because I would have ne maybe never been able to push myself and being confident enough to get a space and actually build out a studio. Cause I would have always made an excuse like, Oh no, like if this happens or if I get hurt or if we're just, you know, a little overhead, we'll just work out of our garage, you know, like 
always planning for the worst and being a worry wart. Um, but like when bad things happen, the best thing you can do is just try to fucking find the positive in it for yourself. Cause it, it's, it's a complex puzzle to figure out, but usually there, if you really fucking work at it, you can find a positive out of most things. Obviously there's some things that are beyond finding a positive in, but in situational things that you come in throughout your life, you can, you can find some way to benefit from it so that you're not feeling like you lost anything. You just had to shift to gain more or to, you know, maybe feel more centered or better in your life because things are more balanced. Like now that I'm not like working like at my house and stuff, like it's, I think life is getting more balanced. Um, I'm making a little less glass now. Uh, but that, that's because I'm trying to spend more time trying to like the last couple of weeks I worked my way too hard so much that I almost fucking had like a seizure or a heart attack or something. I don't know what happened. It was crazy, dude. My mom thought I was dying. It was nuts. It was exciting. My wife and daughter slept right through it though. You know, like little angels. Um, <laughs> but it was an episode for sure. So I got to figure that out. Um, but exciting nonetheless. Uh, don't know what my point was, but yeah, I was working. My point was I was working way too hard. I've been, I really need to fucking not go as hard as I have been for the last decade. So I'm trying to just be like, okay, I'm going to make less glass. Um, and I have a team of people that can help me so that like, maybe like if I'm doing less steps and I'm just assembling and building these things and I'm not spending any time making perks or like pulling down the tubing like there's like a few little steps people could pick up that means i could just shape things and then i'd have more time to like rest and shit not trying to complain or anything just trying to be responsible you know what i mean we're in the responsible part of the podcast after two dabs at fucking this morning you know what i mean this is responsibility you're watching right now now these podcasts for me sometimes it's a in an episode where i'm just getting silly and other times i'm like oh dude oh i lost my pearl whatever i got many in there Oh, we're getting our ISO dunk stations are dropping soon for Patreon first, but they're going to be pretty sweet. They got, we got this whole new like sandblasted, uh, logo and everything. It's like covers like a huge portion of the, the jar. So it's like a pretty big coverage. It's a really, it's going to be sick. I'm excited. Um, so we're going to start having those available. Um, bunch of like little stuff like that. Like we're going to start having like our ash catchers like available and certain like smoking components just like on the website just available like certain clear stuff we're just going to adjust certain things so that there's specific accessories like certain types of converters and stuff on the website like converters that maybe you can't find at your local head shop like we can have like nice um converters for people like just little shit like that that we'll just kind of like have available it's kind of made to order like you place the order <coughs> oh shit <coughs> oh the dab's coming up now <coughs> Woo. You place, like, the order, and then within five days it ships. Um, but we're just trying to figure out things like that to accommodate everyday, like, smoker, like, people who, like, use glass and want, like, glass-on-glass -glass fittings to, like, use specific pieces with certain nails, shit like that. I think other websites probably offer the same thing, but we're going to do our version of stuff like that. Um, and then I'm hoping I can drop... I have... Um, a new um, tube, it's a flower tube, it's a recycling flower tube, and it's inspired by the Honey Jar Recycler. Um, I want to make a prototype in the next week or so to share with everybody, and then I want to start 
testing the waters and see if people are interested and find a price point that's like, you know, like actually like scoopable. Um, but I have an idea for a honey jar recycler straight tube that would be pretty fucking sick. Like the function, the way it would look and just, it, I, to me, I think it was going to look like, like a Mayan, like, like pyramid, almost like step pyramid, the way it's like going to be, it's going to be like kind of step pyramidy shape and, but with like a nice functional recycler feel, but not super huge. Um, but yeah working on that a new thing I want to put out and see what people think about it. Um, but again, it's a new year. We're almost halfway through it. I kind of want to just start like testing the waters with some different ideas and see what people think. And that's kind of what the, uh, the podcast to show these types of pieces and the Patreon are for too, to like get feedback from the people who actually really support Bearmont studios. So I can hear what people think about the design or what they'd like better or this and that, or like, you know, whatever the feedback is just want to hear because I like have lots of ideas and I want to like put them out there, but I want to make sure that whatever I'm pursuing is also something that people who love and support us are also into. Um, but yeah, trying to keep glass fun, even though, you know, the day-to-day circumstances, the business and everybody's dealing with right now here is like, you know, stressful, but the team doesn't even know though, dude, I keep it so chill at work, dude. I keep it so chill. Like, I just, I'm like a sponge, you know? I try not to let it out. The only people that can see that I'm super stressed is usually just my wife and my parents because they know me really, really well. And, like, if I'm stressed, like, super stressed, I'm nice, polite, but I don't talk. I have no input. (laughs) I'm just very quiet and just totally, I'm good, just chilling. I'll say I'm just chilling a lot. I'm just chilling chilling out over here Woo! oh man but yeah growing up is so exciting i'm kind of excited though that for like if i'm lucky enough to make it to the old portion and just like look back and just be like yeah dude that was annoying but now i'm just like sitting here staring at this pond hoping a duck lands so i can give it some bread whatever i'm gonna be doing you know i don't really have a plan um but duck pond sounds pretty chill for a little bit Either way, I'm excited for when things will slow down. I think I'm worn out a little bit. That's definitely what's going on, you know? When I'm, I'm, I'm going super hard, and I'm hoping by the end of this year I can slow down just a little bit but still put out all the work and ideas I want to put out without um, just going so hard. Like, you know, it's, it's good to crush and grind. I, I think everyone should do it, but also with a balance that maintains your ability to function uh, properly, you know what I mean? Um, it's hard to say that when I definitely didn't do that for years. Um, but as you get older, it's so weird that like, you know, you hear from old people like wisdom with age, all these things, you just look at things and you're just much more like rational about it. You're kind of like, Oh, this is what's going on. So I got to fix it. Okay. I got to chill out with this and I got to find a solution to be able to do that. I'm so obsessed with glass blowing though. It's so hard for me. I'm not someone that wants to go to bed at fucking 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, let's fucking make shit. Let's make some art. Let's fucking drink coffee at 10 o'clock and listen to some weird shit on the internet and make something. Like, oh, you know, but I guess there's got to be a certain point where, like, that's only on Fridays. It's like, you can't do that Monday through Sunday. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Like anything, you can find the positive in it. That Roy G. Bib, though, that was definitely gassy rainbows. It was like fucking gas and floral. It was good. It's still a little warm. Hopefully we can find the right temp on the dab right. That's the next thing I have to figure out 
is for the event like is having enough temp readers and shit like that we've got a bunch of other like people that are sponsoring and making sure we have certain things but little temp readers and stuff like there's not even it's not that there's gonna be like that many people or anything but if you know someone's trying to test a temperature on something you know there's you know there's a lot of people by a lot you know what if there's 50 people and what if they want to take all take a temperature reading at once how are we gonna do this (laughs) we're gonna take turns no but either way it'll be fun we'll figure it out it'll be good times i'm just like I can't believe my wife. I think my dad wants to go to it. I'm like, Dad, what are you doing? You're like 70. You cannot. He's like, I want to. Because he loves. He fucking takes dabs all day. And smokes weed all day. He's like, I just want to be there. He's like, I'll just fucking hang out front with Cass. Where the register is. And just like smoke. And <laughs> chill. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Love it. I think he'd have fun. I just want him to just. <laughs> oh, he's just. He's a handful. I love him so much. But he's got stories for days. He watches the podcast, so he knows. He knows. He's got a lot to say, and we love him for it. Like, my friends, like, even the people that work here have all got, like, in conversations with my dad, and, like, they're always, like, they love my dad. But, like, whenever a new person comes in the studio, they're like, have you ever met Evan's dad? And they're like, oh, man. Like, he'll get you in a conversation. He'll, like, and you don't, it just, it's like a time warp. You don't know what happens. He, like starts talking and then all of a sudden like an hour's gone by and you're like what happened where have i been like it's just it's crazy because it's he take he starts with just a hello and then all of a sudden world war ii happened and then this led to this and then this person and that happened and it's wild that's why i love my dad though he's a storyteller people like him thousands of years ago literally would just sit in caves and then everyone would gather around them to hear stories <laughs> and like there's like certain people that can talk and just catch you and literally they're fucking like it's like a time warp that's probably like literally how people got through shit like thousands of years ago. They just sat around a fire and there was just a couple people that were just really good at just talking about anything, just telling stories, relaying ideas. Everyone was just like, damn, dude, this is insane right now. Like they're all just high and they're like, man, this is insane, dude. They have so much to tell us. Like that's pretty much how I feel when I'm like listening to like podcasts and shit. I'm like, whoa, dude, this is insane. Like this is a lot. Like this is crazy. Or I'm laughing really hard because they're funny comedian. Uh, comedian podcast I don't know I guess if I'm saying is we're doing the same thing we were doing about four or five thousand years ago if not more you know I would say more I would say dude they're starting to find stuff where there might be proof of like like us like humans like over a million years ago like definitely over 300,000 years now but there might even be farther back like proof like DNA or whatever I'm not really sure I'm not a scientist, guys, but I love to listen to all the archaeological and science and biology podcasts. Even if I don't understand half the shit they're talking about, I appreciate it. And I'm like, I get the idea. I can't I can't regurgitate it, but I get the idea. And what you're telling me is, is that we thought humans were maybe only 100,000 years old, maybe 200. And then recently 300. And now you're telling me you're finding tools or certain things that might indicate humans are 1.2 million years old. Our species is walking around. Like, look how much we've done in the last 100 years, let alone 1.2 million. We could have built New York City 100,000 times over and not even realized it's gone. It's crazy how we forget things so quickly. But that's how you got to be. If you have emotions, if we've remembered everything perfectly and weren't able to move on and you had emotions, you would just explode probably. Your brain would explode. Like, you have to be able to, like, be kind of forgetful and 
have amnesia about your life or events that happened or maybe a warped perception of the reality of the events that happened to you in order to get through your day-to-day with emotions because emotions are wild, dude. They'll get you, bro. I do be getting emotional sometimes. But yeah, the hash today has been hitting. I'm going to take one more dab of rapture here. And that's it. I'm doing three for the pod because then I got I got some other things I got to do. I got the, the boss ladies coming over and I can't be can't be super super stoned when she gets here she'll be like what have you been doing i'll be like the pod me and the homies got stoned in the room for the podcast dude hopefully someday there's a platform too where like you can post smoking content and you're not like age restricted shadow banned and just you know basically the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity you know hopefully i remember youtube like early early days when i was watching it like people would get crazy amount of interaction and views just because there was no sort of like monetization yet or anything like but it was cool how much like smoking content that was coming from california and parts of colorado there was like lots of really cool shows like with early like dispensary hash like um what it looked like and all these different just it was fun all the different melt videos their melt videos weren't even on a nail they just had a glass plate and it was just spinning and they would have a torch above it and the heat would just make it melt and you could watch this like ball of like butter just turn to like a puddle or like the honeycomb crumbly stuff turn to like just turn to like a clear look I don't know it was cool probably doesn't look good from like the outside perspective of people who aren't familiar with the culture of the cannabis scene or like concentrates or any of that they probably see that and they're like that doesn't look good and I'm like well dude if you tried it and you liked it you'd get it but it's not for everyone, dude. I've had friends that have taken dabs and it literally made them quit smoking weed. They like, but that's because someone gave them a hot dab or something, something that had a demon in it, something that wasn't good, like something that wasn't purged. It was a sun purge, you know, something that was just put on the roof for a couple of days in that direct sun and then scraped into a mason jar. And there was some weed in there and then a bunch of other stuff too. Yeah, it's not good. That's like, you know. That's one of the good things, like, about some regulation with stuff is that you can, like, get products that are tested and quality and all those things. But there's a bad side, too. Like anything, yin and yang, right? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. I don't even think I want to put a pearl in there right now. I don't feel like it. Let me see if I can get this torch started. Yeah, bro. I I have some glass I gotta make for this Patreon event. I have some big pieces. There's a crack in the six-footer's neck. I might have to replace the neck or build a whole new one. I kind of want to build a new one for the event so it's like extra crispy, a little bit bigger drain. Um, but I'm trying to fit that all in. All these things I want to do. This is why someday like I do want... like I've, I always want a team around me because... If I have all these ideas, I'd love for the team to be helping me, like, fulfill certain types of orders. And then, like, I could just, like, go off into crazy projects that I want to pursue. While still, like, having, like, Bear Mountain Studios, like, functioning. I don't know. There's just so much shit I want to do with glass. But that's, like, sometimes you have to balance, like, how much, like, of that, like, creativity and art thing you want to pursue. And, like, by that I mean, like... I don't like calling myself an artist, but there's like this thing people have in them that like makes them move on to another project before before one's finished. 
because they're just so like their mind is just going so crazy like i want to make this no i want to make this like i'm sure some of you watching have had that uh feeling before when you're like have all these ideas and you can never like finish one but you've started like 10 different really cool things but you just can't finish stuff like finding a way to balance that side while still like being consistent in your work so the people who are supporting you can see a consistent pattern of like work and a concept that they can get behind like that shit's hard but everything's hard right dude that's that's why i just tell myself now i'm like dude literally everything is everything is challenging dude even like trying to figure out how to get multiplayer on with Nintendo Switch when you just got it and Super Smash Brothers. Like, that shit's hard, too. Like, my wife uh, just got a Switch, and we've been playing a little bit of Mario and stuff at night to try and, like, decompress, get our minds out of our adults. And, like, the kiddo's been playing it, too. She loves playing Mario Kart. Um, It's been really cool. I've been liking it. I'm like, oh, it's nice to just, like, have something that you can just escape for just just a minute even if it's for 20 minutes do a couple races with your fam it's wild it's wild how much that shit helps like i played video games for years and then i stopped i also stopped playing guitar i'm like i think i might need to start playing guitar skateboarding and working out again and doing some things again so that (coughs) i can like balance my shit out um, cause when I started blowing glass, I stopped doing everything. That was my whole thing. I was like, if I'm going to get good at this, I'm gonna have to quit doing everything. Skateboarding, music, everything, snowboarding. I need to like get back to doing hobbies again so that I'm not so like insanely consumed by the glass. Cause the glass is addictive for me. I love making it and I can't get away from it. I feel like a crazy scientist in his laboratory. Can't get him out of there, dude. Tesla, that dude was up for fucking like. 21 22 hours a day just in his fucking laboratory just doing science and experiments bro like fucking einstein one of his techniques to find new ideas is he literally used sleep deprivation he would like sit at his desk and as he'd fall asleep like i'm not sure if he had like something in front of his face or there was something he was doing that when his head would go down he'd fall asleep it would like snap him back awake again and like he'd be in this lucid like state in between dreaming and awake where he would get ideas or tap into the ether like there's just i don't know that's how i feel sometimes i was like this crazy fucking like obsessed like scientist just like making glass and then i buy tools to make more glass and different ideas and and I used to be in this point with glass blowing where I would, was like, oh, I want to impress my peers. I want to be part of this. I want to be part of that. Now I'm just like, I want to be in the lab, just like making stuff. Like I'm not even, I'm in this like, I don't know, maybe it's just like kind of like a temporary space of like growth I'm in right now. But I'm in this space where it's hard for me to even think about like doing any of the stuff that originally motivated me in some ways when I was first starting to blow glass, like the approval of my peers and getting to this point where I can go to these events or meet this person or just hang out here. I'm like, I'm so in this point where I'm just like, I have all these ideas and I need to make them. I need to get it done. Um, and maybe it's because outside forces are making me feel like I got to get it done just in case we hit a little part where we can't work for a little bit here. But I'm just like, I just, I can't, I can't stop. And then fucking the funnest thing ever is I got a fucking kiddo. So we get me and the wife and the kiddo get to hang out all the time. So it's like the best of both worlds. So I'm just, I'm just too busy to create any of these extra relationships. I'm like, dude, I'm so stoned. That one ruined me. I lost my train of thought guys, but I appreciate you for hanging out and listening. It was a good time.
I can't wait to see all the Patreon members coming up here soon. You guys know what it is. Keeping it low-key because it is a private event. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was nice catching up with everybody. I'm excited to make the honey jar uh, recycling straight tube to show you guys so you can see that. And uh, we'll do some videos with it. I need to hire someone that can fucking, or like sponsor someone who can actually rip flower bowls really, really well. So, cause I just don't have it in me. Someone that can really rip them well so we can get some nice videos of uh, these tubes actually shredding some flour the way people like to smoke flour. Some of those people like to smoke snap, like, you know, like a full bowl all at once. Not me, not capable, <clears throat> don't have it in me. I would die, um, I'd throw up, it'd be awful. Um, but don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at bmsglass.com. That way you get email notifications about our drops or like new podcasts, um, anything going on with Bear Mountain. We have it on there. We also have a calendar on the website. And yeah, whoa, damn, way more stone than I anticipated. I really have been training. I thought this was going to be a cakewalk today, um, but it wasn't. That first dab was so warm that it really rocked me. Also, drove my parents to the airport this morning at four in the morning. I've been awake. Uh, I drove four hours today already. Um, that's actually what's happening to me right now. I haven't slept because I worked last night and woke up at four. Drove my parents two hours to the airport. It's crazy. doesn't matter. I shouldn't even be telling you guys on the podcast. It's not even interesting, but it's what it is. I'm just a sleepy guy right now. But I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for hanging out. And see you guys at the Patreon sesh soon. Later, everybody.